Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Sarah Nyakeri, and today we have a guest, Amos Mohone, who is actually a colleague, <laughs> and I've been, this is actually the second podcast that I'm doing in person with someone, and I'm excited about this because we are hoping to get a video out of it. Yeah, so Amos, who are you? All right, thank you so much, and thank you for inviting me. All right. So my name is Amos Lucky Mohoni. Uh, I'm originally from Malawi, but currently I stay in Kenya. Yeah. So I was uh, born in Rumpi District, which is the northern part of Malawi. Yeah. So when I was still doing my primary school, mm. um, I was raised at a daycare center. Uh, it's a school which is close at where I was, um, close at where I was staying. Mm. So the manager of that place is the one who gave me the middle name Lucky. Ah, yeah. So I've been thinking, what is this name Lucky? I've never asked you. Like, <laughs> is it a name? Or uh, don't, I don't know. No, yeah. I said because there have been a lot of things around. Like, uh, where are you called? Almost we know it's a common name, a Bible, a biblical name, mm. biblical name. So, mm. um, yeah, that is my first name. Like, uh, my dad, uh, my grandpa gave that name when I was just born. Mm. But Lucky was given to me by uh, the head of, it's called Matunga Center, the Future Vision Ministries. Mm. is called Dr. Naninga. Mm. He gave me that name when I was in Standard 8. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened, we had a grand competition within the school, Standard mm. 7 and Standard 8 pupils. So the competition was about, uh, we are supposed to present an idea, something new. Anything new that you think of, whether it's something environmental, because uh, that center, it was built by uh, a Dutch ministry. So apart from being a daycare center, it was initially for orphans as a daycare center, but later on they decided to start mixing students. Mm. Um, orphans and non-orphans, mm. because when you put those orphans in an isolation, it brings some sort of stereotyping at like. Mm. So, yeah. So apart from being a daycare center, the other things that were, they were involved in was the HIV AIDS program with community, mm. uh, community nursing. There are the nurses on that center. We are doing some mass vaccinations in the community. Mm. They're also working on environmental issues. So planting of trees and others. So we are told to bring up an idea, mm-hmm. just something new, whether it's, uh, to do with tree planting or something mm. that at the end of the day, as, Primary school students would remain. Yeah. So I came up with an idea of planting trees, the other part of the center, because um, uh, it was just completely an open area. It used to be fields before, but now later on the center bought that area. So I brought that idea of that we plant trees around there. He asked me why. I just said, according to what we learned in class in is it social studies or agriculture, that the trees help in bringing rain. Mm. 
and it ends there as a premise school student i knew only that mm. a tree is helping bring rain yeah so apart from that after we finished um we finished uh, standard 8 uh, the center had an organ- uh, had organized like it was an initial plan that each class they would go in standard 8 class they were planning an event for them either a celebration that have been there and they are leaving either for holiday going to some other school so for us we went to Nika National Park it's within the same district so for one week yeah so while we were there that's when he gave me that name like from now on your middle name will be like you'll be always like in your life because of the not only that was just uh, one of the idea of bringing up ideas that i can think and bring up ideas and also he just told me that out of all the students that he has been uh, encounter with i was just one of the few that uh, to him we are students that are like thinkers in short we're able to think and why are we doing this and asking so several questions why are we doing this why are we doing this? to show that you are thinking so he told me you always be like in your life continue like this you always be like so, uh-huh. so from that time i carried my middle name so all of my certificates are having almost like him except the primary school because that time we had already written our oh, yeah. primary school exams yeah. so it's the only one which has just almost money but from that onwards my secondary school certificates every document afterwards had almost like one even my national id yeah so what is your what is your registration name your standard age mm-hmm. registration name almost one oh name. you guys don't have uh, What are they called? The surname and the your name. Oh, so my birth name, my first name is Amos. Mm-hmm. My surname is Muhoni. Muhoni is like a tri- uh, ah, my sure. si- si- uh, surname, like the tribal name. What kind. about your name? So my first name is Amos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, the way the names oh, work in Malawi is like yeah. you have just a name and a surname. You may choose oh. to have a middle name or not. Oh. Yeah, so a surname is like a family name. Oh. That's the surname. Oh. Yeah, so Muhoni, that's a surname. We have others called Gondwe. We have others called Kalua, Mwenda, Piri, eh, Nirongo. Uh-huh. Yeah, so those are like family names. Okay. Yeah, so family names, the way they are designed in Malawi, um, we have different tribes. So you have uh, names, surnames specific for a particular tribe. I, th- I think it's the same thing in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. rules have their own nature of surname. So yeah. Muhoni, uh, Muhoni is a Tonga name. Yeah, Tonga is one of the tribes in the northern part of Malawi. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know what it means, <laughs> but it's just one of the family names. Okay. Yes, so yeah, so that's my surname. So you have like a first name which you are given. That is your name. So when someone asks me who are you, I'm Amos. That is my name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. The surname is a family name. All right. Yeah, Mohoni. Right. So others choose to have a middle name or not. Others pick the middle name uh-huh. as a domain or another family name. So someone might be Amos Mzirekerenge Muhoni. Mzirekerenge meaning uh, within the Muhonis we also have some sub sub class like sub groups yeah so you may have like a general surname mm-hmm. that is a surname mm-hmm. but within you may have some other funny funny names so yeah so others use those ones as their middle names uh-huh. yeah where others might choose to have a totally different name okay so you may have Joyce uh, Bridget Period. Ah. So yeah, so in my case it's almost like Mohon. Like was given, it's a given name. Ah. Yeah. So like I said I was given by where I was raised okay. and my primary. All right. Yeah. Sure. So um 
Um, I should say the story of my life. Um, well, um, I should say I spent much of my primary life in Rumbi, within Rumbi district, where I was born. So I was born um, in Rumbi, at Rumbi district hospital. And I was told it was in the morning hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so because it was in the morning hours, uh, it was around 5 a.m. That's what my mom told me, that I was born around 5 a.m. So, and then around 7 a.m., that's when my grandpa came and said, uh, he'll be named Amos. Mm-hmm. I, I'm told you, you uh, there were, uh, whoever was around held the reason why I was given Amos, but I was never told. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just know that Amos is a biblical name. Amos was a prophet of the northern Israel. He was warning the Israelites against sinning, um, against God during the, that time. So he was telling them, he saw a lot of visions and telling them, God, you are doomed, as in God will punish you for what you are doing. Yeah. So I was given Amos. So um, growing up in Rumpi, I wouldn't say it was very harsh. Yeah, because according to that, the status quo of our society, yeah, to be honest, my family was a bit, I should say, a bit better because we had all the basics. Mm-hmm. I never starved, to mm-hmm. be honest. I I never went to school like on an empty stomach. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, so it was quite exciting growing up in that area and uh, as children. To myself, that was my world. Rumpi was my world. I never knew anything else outside Rumpi. Yeah, so in the northern region, we have like five districts. So Rumpi is like on the center, on the middle of the region okay. from the map. A minute. Let's this thing here. Tell me if it's... Alright. Yeah, you can you can bang on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Irumbi is in the central No, it's in the northern region. Northern, oh, yeah, we have three region. Uh, basically there were initially there were three regions. Mm. Right now we have four regions. Mm. The southern region was split into two. Mm. So Rumbi is in the northern region. And uh Rumbi district is at the middle of the region. So the northern part which borders with Tanzania is called Chitipa. It's a district called Chitipa. Mm. And Karonga, there are two. And then room is on the center. Then you go to Zimba, Katabe. So all the Mohonis initially they came from Katabe originally. But you know, with time people spread out. Yeah. So my great grand, I was just told my great great grandfather moved to Rumpi. So from that time, my home has been Rumpi. Yeah. So what I know is we come from Rumpi because that's where uh, the rest of the uh, relatives are. Okay, yeah. so w- what time did you move to the city? Well, so um, my my primary school I did in Rumpi. Mm-hmm. My secondary school I did in Katabe. Mm-hmm. I moved to the city, like Lilongwe, mm-hmm. which is the capital. I should say when I'd finished my secondary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, uh, my primary school I, I did in Rumpi. My secondary school, I got selected from the daycare center where I was, where mm-hmm. the primary school I did, mm-hmm. I got selected to Katabi Boys Secondary School. Mm-hmm. I remember I visited that school the last December holiday. Ah. Yeah. And there are photos on Facebook <laughs> for people <laughs> who Yes. So when I got selected to go to Katabi Secondary School, so from that time, that's when I started, most of the holidays I started going visiting other relatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first time for me to go to the city. Yeah, so from Rumbi, Katabi, uh, so during holidays I used to visit a lot of relatives in uh, in the northern region, there's a city called Mzuzu. It's just within Mzimba district. Mm. And uh, the capital is Lilongwe, mm. which is in the central region. Mm. 
Yeah, so from Katabe, I used to now go seeing relatives around. Yeah, so we, I moved to the city like Lilongwe, now the capital, when I was going to college. Mm. And it's, I think it's a common thing mm. among, among us also in Kenya. Yeah. Like most people find them, they move to the city once they got into a university or yeah. they move to another place yeah. out of home once they got to university. Yes, so yeah, that was actually the first, actually that was this first time I went to the city. Lilongo, mm-hmm. when I was going to college. Mm. That was the first time, yeah. So, um, I need to explain a bit about my background life again. Okay. Yeah, so in, still in Rumpi, mm-hmm. yeah, being a get, being a low, low resource setting, mm-hmm. yeah, I should say, at our level, we are happiest kids, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I had a lot of friends around, we used to pray a lot, we used, mm-hmm. I used to pray for when I was that young. I stopped soccer when I was in Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, in primary school, yeah, when I was still in primary school, we used to play a lot. I used to enjoy life with my friends in that setting. Because that's the only place I knew. Yeah, so after I got selected to go to Sunday school, that's when I started now seeing more places. Yeah, I went to Karonga. That was the first time I went. I saw Lake Malawi, actually. Mm. Yeah, Lake Malawi. It stretches from the north all the way to the south, and it's oh. a very tiny. Yeah, it's yeah. very wrong. Yeah. yeah, so so according to where the how the districts are arranged, uh, Rumbi is adjacent to the lake, mm. but where people are is far from the lake because this other part is mountainous, so it's inhabitable. But where Katabe is is along uh, the lakeshore. Yeah, so when I was going to Sunday school, that was the mm. first time to see. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, good experience exploring other places. I was also learning, apart from the education I got from the Sunday school, I learned a lot of things in traveling. Yeah, that was the first time seeing a rubber plantation. Where how a rubber plantation, you know, rubber the one which they used to make these tires. rubber bands, tires. Is a plantation, a plantation <laughs> I know. in Nkhatab. Yeah, I don't know that it comes from plants, it's plants actually, plants. Very good tree. So what they do is they just scratch on the surface so it releases whitish substance mm-hmm. that when it gets it cool down, cools yeah. down, it becomes yeah, sticky. rubber, sticky mm-hmm. rubber kind of. Not very sticky when it's dry. But it's uh, bones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's roots. Yeah. So they harvest that, process it into um, several things: mm-hmm. the rubber bands, the tires, all that. Yeah. So that was like now a step ahead in knowing more things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. So. After I finished my form four, that was in 2012, um, I got selected to go to Lirongo University of Agriculture and Natural Resources. Mm. That is the, by then it was the only agriculture university in Lirongo. Right now, others are coming up, like we have Mwimba College of Agriculture, and uh, the government is planning to construct more and more. Yeah, so that was 2012, I got selected to go to Lirongo University of Agriculture and Resources to study veterinary medicine. And uh, what what makes it special is that uh, I was part of the first group to do veterinary medicine at home soil. Because initially, there was no vet school before. Uh The vet school was constructed from 2007. That's when they made all those curriculums. So the first cohort to be picked was 2013. Because I finished 2012, got selected. So the first cohort were, were to start in 2013. So I made this story. I was part of the first team to mm. do veterinary medicine at home because initially the government, what it used to do was to uh, select the best students within universities and send them abroad. Others oh. used to come to Kenya to study veterinary medicine in the rest of Nairobi, others to Zambia, 
other South Africa, others even in Netherlands. Wait, yeah. so there was no university that was giving veterinary medicine? There was no vet, veterinary medicine School. course before. Yeah. It started before that 2012. Before 2012. 2013. Yeah, that mm. is. Mm. So I'm actually part of the first team to do veterinary medicine in my way. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, like, wow. I didn't, I, I yeah, yeah. But uh, if you look at the way things were by that time, yeah, my ambition was to, of course, you know, as kids, we when you are still a, a kid, you we talk a lot of things. I want to be a policeman. I want to be what? You don't know what is ahead. But with the time, you start reshaping your dream. Like, I think I'm good at this. I'm good at these sciences or humanities. So start shaping your career, especially in Sunday school. That's when you start shaping. So I looked at myself in Sunday school that I'm good in biology. So I got interested in medicine programs. Yeah. So my first choice to be like in my head was physiotherapy. I wanted to do physiotherapy. Mm. Yes. But now, um, what happened in 2012 when the exams were out? Uh, the results were okay. Yeah, I was actually top three of the class. So, wow. I, on the national level, in my district, I was number two. Wow. The whole district. Yeah. That that year alone, I was number two, the whole district. As in, uh, originally from Rumbi, so when they equate students across the country, mm. in my district was number two. Mm. Yeah. So, so you did well. Yeah. So when doing the applications, that's when I saw the program, veterinary medicine, which was something new that I've never heard before. Mm. And now finding out from people around, because that time I was in Mzuzu, the city in the northern, I was staying at an auntie's, uh, my auntie's place. So I had access to information within the northern city. So, um, Asking people around, so they uh, they were telling me this program is new. They announced that uh, they are bringing veterinary medicine. They are starting this program, which will be based at the Longo University of Agriculture and Resources. So I went online, googled about what is it, because I don't know veterinary medicine. Yeah, it sounds like animals, animals kind of, but I didn't know what it is. So I went online and googled. That's when I found out that this wow, it's a wide program. It's very wide. Because initially I thought veterinary medicine are those people who walk around the villages jabbing animals, injecting one. <laughs> That's what I thought. I didn't know like there's more to veterinary medicine than what was in my head. By the way, we were having this conversation yesterday during lunch. Yeah. And we were joking about the vet. Like even the people who are enrolled on vet hmm. programs, they were thinking now they'll be walking around with a motorcycle. <laughs> 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 doing okay, it's not like it's a bad you know, no. <laughs> choice. It's just that the perception that we have is just one. We don't know what other options yeah. are. Yeah, I remember once when I was still in primary school, mm-hmm. at that same Future Vision Ministries, Matunga Center, mm-hmm. they used to keep cattle. Mm-hmm. So there was someone who used to come and insert his hands on, in the cow's <laughs> back. <laughs> I didn't know what they were looking for by then as a kid. I'm like, why are they inserting the arm? Yeah, later on in vet school, that's when I learned, that's how we do pregnancy diagnosis mm-hmm. in animals. Mm-hmm. You insert your hand and you feel the ovaries, and then you can tell either uh, at, at any stage you can tell mm. like the baby inside or the calf, whether it's a, uh, yeah, a calf or the young one inside is at this stage, mm. either six months, two months, or there's nothing, or the animals now starts ovulating. You can tell, mm. yeah. So, those are that's the meditate I had in my head. So, when I went on in online and googled what it is all about. Mm. So apart from treating animals, there's a lot. People do, um, they're going to research. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot, actually. So 
within within the time there are a lot of branches. So you have others who specialize in horses. So I saw there that there's others who do exotic pets, others go into wildlife. Even those in wildlife are vets as well. Uh-huh. Others specialize in aquatic medicine. They treat fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I so saw like... About cows and goats. No, 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 no. So that's when I saw like, wow, there's more to this thing. It's so broad. Mm. They deal with a lot of species of animals. Mm. So um, with what I had in my head, I had to think about it and change the options. So my first choice from that moment... I placed veterinary medicine as the first mm-hmm. and placed physiotherapy as number two. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was a bit weird when I went back home mm-hmm. to tell my dad about it. That Because mm-hmm. uh, to him, uh, you know, what moves in parents' head is either you are a doctor, doctor a lawyer, a lawyer, or if it is business administration, accountants, account, accountants say these other things. Mm-hmm. So he thought I would choose one of these. Mm-hmm. So when he heard that I placed my first choice veterinary medicine, you mean you'll be going around the tree injecting pigs? And the dogs in the village. So to be honest, he was disappointed. He was disappointed about it. Yeah. So, yeah, but he had to accept my choice because mm-hmm. I'm a grown-up person. He had now to start respecting some of the choices that I make. Of course, him being the sole uh, provider. provider and also someone who is my first mentor, like a guider to me mm-hmm. in my life. He plays a bigger role in my life. Yeah. But uh, to be honest, that point he was disappointed when I yeah. So when the results were out for the choices, yeah, I was picked for general medicine. Mm. Yeah. We are 22. We were picked. Mm. Only the, all of us. In the whole country. Yeah. Only, they only picked 22. Only 22 students. Yeah. Students. Yeah. So I think the choice for, for, for I, I just think that why they picked a small number is mm. because it was the first time they wanted mm. to see. Mm. Yeah. We, by that time, I didn't know what is lying ahead. Yeah. What are the challenges I'm thinking? <laughs> Maybe it was just a try. They wanted to see how the outcome would be with this first cohort. Yeah, so um, 13 of us were on government sponsorship, mm-hmm. meaning government was paying everything. Mm-hmm. School fees, every, subsidized. Every no, school fees oh. were subsidized. Oh. We were, it was just a small amount that you're supposed to pay. Yeah. We'll be given allowances for upkeep. Oh, like stipend. Stipend, yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. government sponsorship, yes. And then the other... Uh, we are on safe sponsorship, making out a total of 22. Mm. So, yeah, so my trip entry into Lilongwe City, the capital, <laughs> was ready. Uh, so, on the second, I remember it was on, no, it was on third, which was on third November 2013. Mm. It was on a Sunday. I boarded the bus mm. from Zuzu. Mm. Um, Zuzu now is the city in the northern. Yeah. yeah, so. I went, I was in Rumpi. I went back to Rumpi from Zuzu where I was staying with my aunt. Mm. I went to Rumpi mm. to prepare now, so to prepare for everything. Yeah, so then I went now back to Zuzu and took the channel of Tulilong. Yeah, so when I reached Tulilongwe, wow, it's a very new life. Mm. Yeah, the city is much better than Zuzu mm. one. Even Rumpi is even worse because, <laughs> yeah, life is, you know, there are a lot of cars, big buildings. Mm. Life is on another level. Yeah, so yeah, I went to the university. Life was now at a different level. Everything was on a different level. Now reaching the city, now I now start expanding my knowledge. Oh, you know, the city people live like this. They live different from the way we live in the community back in the village. Yeah, so my first year in the university, when I arrived, you know, high hopes. You are happy. You're in college. You know, um. And looking at the people who have been there before, those people are mentoring us. We are so excited that we're now like them. Yeah, I'm 
my my dreams are now are closer from getting uh to becoming true i'm the investor now mm. yeah but uh to be honest i just know what like you are blind of what is going to happen next you don't know anything you're just excited mm-hmm. you know in college and uh this uh, you know high life you are free to do anything because in Sunday school there are all these rules out of bounds mm-hmm. you were not supposed to miss classes yeah you'll be punished for that uh you're not supposed to enjoy these other things like partying what mm. uh going out yeah but in college you're free to do anything mm-hmm. as long as you pass exams yeah that's what they care mm-hmm. yeah so this was something else mm-hmm. yeah like uh in first year oh, it was so i remember actually it was so exciting mm-hmm. yeah so from third november that whole month went um why was it exciting what it was more exciting i should say I should say, just everything, to be honest. Everything was just exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm in the city, number one, mm-hmm. the capital. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I'm on a totally different level of life. Mm-hmm. And government sponsored, I will start receiving money. Ah. You know, I'll, I'll be having my own money at home. You know, uh, uh, the only time my, my dad would send me some money in Sunday school, mm-hmm. it was just once in a while. Mm-hmm. Because I packed everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, roasted maize. Mm-hmm. A packet of sugar, soap, what I packed everything already. When you you pack everything, everything for the whole term, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know uh, the kind of food you eat in Sunday school is just for survival. Mm-hmm. You don't eat what you want. Yeah, you are just given like beans. Yeah. These uh bad. Okay, I should say not the bad. <laughs> I, I would call it like uh, beans with, know, which are not properly cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the whole grain may uh, whole grain simmer. Which is an um, ugali. Yeah. 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 How do you call it? We call it in Sima. In Sima. N S I M A. Sima. I understand in Swahili it's called the Sima. Yes. Like yeah. the way they call it in coast. So it's yeah. the same way we call it in Malawi. Ah, but in Sima. Now with an N in front. In Zambia they say in Shima. In Shima. In Shima. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it wasn't good food. To be honest, it's on the school. Every, every secondary school. Most secondary, most secondary yeah. schools, I should say, not every. Not every. <laughs> most secondary school, secondary schools, you know, it's especially those with aligned to government, mm. government secondary schools. Mm. Yeah, you know, you find that the living conditions are not that ideal for mm. a student. Yeah. So now coming to college, you're excited about this new life. You're excited about you'll be getting money, mm-hmm. something at least to, you can buy whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything was exciting. Mm. Yeah, being in college just mm. itself mm. is a very exciting thing. Mm. Because you just look at how many people have didn't pass well their secondary school exams. Mm-hmm. How many people were selected to go mm. to college. Mm. You find that if you equate with the number of students across the country, you are the very few. You are few. Mm. You are the few lucky ones to be selected. Yeah, so... Wait, sorry. Um, yeah. How is the selection process like... Okay, um, by then the people who what's is their cutoff point? Okay, by then uh, this is what used to happen. Mm. Uh, we call it the Malawi School Certificate of Education mm. here in Kenya. It's called KCS, yes. KCS, yeah, Kenya Certificate of Education, something yeah. like that. Okay. When you pass that, when you pass those exams, mm. you, you now the normal the call the like you say call, mm. um, they release applications mm. to the university. Mm. By then, that's what used to happen. So when you apply, mm. you go and sit for another exam. It was mm-hmm. called university entrance exams. Mm-hmm. We used to sit for exams. Mm-hmm. So the passing of uh, your grades for that exam mm-hmm. plus your grades of your MSCE mm-hmm. added together. Mm-hmm. 
and also the choice of the program because each program has its own requirements. Uh, yeah. So if it is school of law, they they want maybe you're good in uh, humanities like history, uh, social studies, something like that. Yeah. And your choice will what guarantee you whether to be selected or not. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of the same system. Yeah, I think. Kenya. Yeah. So, but now it changed in 2015. Mm. They're no longer university interest exams. Mm. Yeah. But by then they used they uh, we used to have exams, interest exams. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. So that was the section criteria. So, uh, Malawi being like one of um like low income countries, you find that uh the number of college, the universities which are there they mm. don't match with the population. You know? mm. So selection mm. they select the best. So. Mm. You the way you you scored your MSc, the entrance exams, and your choice, mm. and then now they based on that. So, so sometimes mm. it can happen that uh, you scored very well your entrance exams mm. plus your MSc, but maybe the choice of the program was the wrong one, mm. based on which which subjects you have scored the best. Mm. Maybe you scored the best humanities, mm. yet you chose a natural science program, for mm. example, uh, surgery. Mm. They can't pick you for that. Mm. They will give you another program alternative. Oh. So they used to locate you on another program. Okay. Yeah. When there's space that is. What was the cutoff point to enter into the university? Um, cutoff point in terms of. Like, I don't know. Are there people who never get good to universities? Yes, yes. And they applied. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are many factors that lead to that. Either you didn't do well, mm-hmm. uh, that both the entrance exams and your MSc, or you did average very well, but now. What is average? I, uh, I don't know. What is there? I, I, I wouldn't. Are there, are there points? Yeah, like points. Uh-huh. So for the grading system of Malawi, the Malawi school, uh, the MSc, we use points. So for a, a subject, one is the best. Yeah? One means you have scored an excellent. Either it's 80% above, that's one. Two, again, it's an excellent. Maybe you were 80 or 79, somewhere there. And it goes three up to six. Mm-hmm. So, uh, three up to, all the way up to nine. Nine is the worst, means you have failed mm-hmm. that subject. So, um, the best points you can get, they, be, they take the best six subjects. Mm. Huh? So, the best six, if you have one's excellence in six subjects, mm. make six, six points. Six points is the highest someone can ever get. Okay. Yeah, so six points, then it goes to seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, all the way down. Myself had eleven points. Mm. Yeah, so she means I had some tools there. Tools. Yeah, so if you, when they add the best six, those are your points. Yeah, okay. but you must make sure that out of the best six, mm. English is one of them. Mm. Yeah, because English was a must that uh, they have to add it to your best six. Okay. So if you score three in English, uh, you find that your points will go down, even if you had ones. Uh, so, yeah. Well, that's a very different system. criteria. So you find that um, if you are now, mo- you did maybe you were secondary school somewhere, you're going mm. to another country. Mm. Now you have to give you what you call an equation. Mm. So that they equate that kind of system. To the other country. Uh, do you qualify now? Uh, side? Yes. Yeah. So, so the best is six points and then going downwards. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. That was the reason why you exited. Like, it's a bit different. So, yes. I, I had you to oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so in yeah. I'm in the university. Life is new. Mm-hmm. I can chat with girls. Kind of boys under school. Is, is, is a boy under school. Uh-huh. The only time we see a girl uh-huh. is then, is, uh, you used to call it night school. I don't know whether what in Kenya it's called. A night school is, uh, okay, you have the main student body. Mm. Then those people who come in the afternoon classes, mm. uh, they do that, some center schools do that, only to just support the community around. Mm. So they offer those classes. We used to call them night school. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. So 
we used to see girls in that category. Mm-hmm. If not that, then it's a child of a teacher ah. who is a girl roaming around. That's when you say, oh, where's, where's a girl? <laughs> Boys on the school. So in college, that was the first time yeah, <laughs> since primary school. After a long time, like four years, that was the first time, that was now another different world. Sitting together with a girl in a class. <laughs> and we are learning. And you know, universities, there's no dress code. Yeah. You dress whatever you want. Yeah. No, people are putting on trousers, people are putting on short skirts mm-hmm. and all that. So it's just a different community. You do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just exciting. Wow. You can interact with girls like this. You talk to them. <laughs> Whereas in Sunday school, even to, to stop a, a daughter of a teacher, that's an offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can be punished for that. Yeah, because you're supposed to strictly be there just for school from the... <laughs> Yeah, so interacting with, you know, girls, interacting with friends at any level, you find that it was something else. You know, to be, to be honest, uh, I've never been excited in my life. And then other than getting into the university, that was the first time I've ever been super excited in my life. Yes, that was one of the moments I can claim that I think that moment I was super excited getting the university. So first year had its own uh, challenges and, um, uh, good things, but okay. the good things outweigh mm. the challenges. Number one, like I said, I was super excited when it just came in. Yeah, so during the orientation period. Okay, uh, Amos. Yes. Maybe you could drink water and uh, I don't know. Oh, relax and <laughs> refresh. Yeah, refresh. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Do you want more water? Mm. No. I think this would be enough. Okay, I'll, I'll is let... there anything you want? No, no. no not for now. I'll demand as time goes on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm so, sure I'm sure you're going to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So Why is so wow. Yeah, I know. Right now you are, you you have you brought yeah, it's like you brought me back. Uh you have taken me back to my those memories which mm-hmm. were so sweet. Yeah. So I always smile when I remember those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing that I think maybe I need I'll tell you is that uh, during the orientation week, the first week when you just arrived, mm-hmm. first two weeks is orientation. So the first week, different faculties will be coming mm. to introduce themselves and uh, say whatever, which faculty does what. Mm. Yeah, just orientation. And there will be student welfare people and there will be the student union people coming to tell us about life in college and whatever, whatever, uh, a lot of things. Mm. So during the orientation week, the dean for the faculty of agriculture, because that's where the, this veterinary medicine program was, told us that... Uh, uh, you guys are coming in as the first cohort for this program. Mm-hmm. And well, first of all, congratulations mm-hmm. for making it. Mm-hmm. Out of the whole country, for this program, we, we have applied, uh, you were the best, 22. Mm-hmm. So he told us that the Senate agreed that uh, this program will have a higher passing mark than mm-hmm. the other programs mm-hmm. in the first year. It's this year, uh, by the way, the program is six years. In Kenya, it's five years. Plus one year internship after you graduate. Mm-hmm. But in Malawi, you do that internship before you graduate. Because mm-hmm. after that internship, you are uh, examined also. And that's when you graduate. So in total, six years. Mm-hmm. So four years are for the coursework. One year, the last one is for the internship plus project. The first year is called the pre-vet. Like in medicine school, it's called the pre-med. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do basic sciences. Mm-hmm. Mathematics. Uh, English, biology. biology. Yeah, so the passing mark for that year alone is a bit higher than other programs. Mm-hmm. It's also it also attributes to the uh, like selection criteria of the okay. people who are getting into the real program mm-hmm. in the first year of the vet school, which is like second year overall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they told us that 
the passing mark is a three grade point average. Three when you're using the grade point average system, it's called the GPA system. Other countries have adopted it. So um, three in other countries, you would say like it's the second upper class. Okay. Only that you have to have a second upper class as a minimum. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, go to first class. If you equate only that class, that mm-hmm. yeah. Where these other programs, you can just have a pass. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they told us if you get a pass, mm-hmm. you see, you'll be turned into another program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you fail, you are out of the invest, of course. But if you have a pass or anything less than this mark, wow. you'll be channeled another program. Hey, your, your process was very rich. So, yeah, so we didn't know, like, what is 3.3? Mm. Because that's a different system from the secondary school system. Mm. So we are just excited. First, uh, ah, it's fine. Mm. By that time, I have to mention that we are only first years mm. that week. Mm. The continuing students had not yet arrived. They arrived the second week after that week of orientation. Okay. So when the, the continuing students came and we asked, what is three grade point average? They told us, oh man, only two people are going to remain in that program. Wow. It's very high. You can, very few people are going to score that mark. Mm. Which gave us like a challenge now. Wow. Mm. We started now getting fears and like, mm. oh, this program is high demanding. Mm. Even the dean said it is high demanding. Mm. It requires you to ex- work extra harder. Mm. Yeah, so we started working hard. Uh... But unfortunately, only people who made it were nine out of 22. Yeah. We were nine people who made it. Yeah. So in the first year, in the second year, that is, they added five people, like mature entry. So these are the people who, who did diploma. So when they're coming to upgrade for a bachelor's degree. Okay. Yeah. Mm. They're called the mature entry. Okay. Yeah. They join on second year. Okay. In every program, they're there. Okay. Yeah. So they added like five people. So that brings to total, I think, 14, right? Mm-hmm. 14. Yeah, of course, along the way, one of us withdrew because of health issues. So we remained 13. And then in the final year, uh, another one had an health issue. She was expectant. So mm-hmm. they told her, with the condition you are in and the pressure of the program, you would rather withdraw, um, uh, deliver, you join the other group which is coming behind. Okay. But the pass, the grades will be mean the same. It will not be like you failed or you repeated the class. Oh. You will just be continuing as if you didn't repeat any class. Oh, so it's like deferring. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. But of course, defer, uh, they remove some marks on you because... I don't think so. I don't know if it's that, that's in Kenya. If you repeat a class, you're different. If you repeat a class, uh, you cannot score a distinction. Like no, if you're using... I think for us, it's when you've repeated a unit. Like you failed a unit mm. and you're doing a supplementary for that unit. Yes. That's when it's hard to pass that unit. Oh, even okay. If so well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even if you're good, they don't think they'll give you a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So for her, they told her, mm. you're going to start at the same um, point. That's right. Uh, it's 2%. But... Okay. No problem. Yeah, I have a lot to tell you. <clears throat> this is getting exciting. I'm glad that you're excited about it. Oh, I'm so excited. Of course, I'll cut it. Because there's more to... Where I'm going now is where it's exciting.